it feeds into like the gambler and everyone as well, right? That's worrying in his face. It, it will never work, in my opinion. I... Thirty-three grand on a sticker by the Avner. I must admit, though, I was howling for about five minutes straight. Well, yeah. I can do that on COD for free. You know me, I like I like to play devil's advocate. I think you've done it <laughs> deliberately, personally, but you know. Oh, oh listen, I'd I'd be rich if it weren't for FIFA. Thirty-four days, good maths. They've always been wrong in the back. Always. It's the same game, just a different title. Welcome to the Vista episode two. Today we have a very special guest, and that special guest is Shawnee. Welcome, Shawnee. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Glad to hear it, mate. Do you want to give people a quick rundown about what you do? Content and my operations at Nottingham. So I, uh, I work very closely with the creators that we have, uh, create ideas, scenarios, not just for Nottingham, but for the creators as well. Um, that's about it, really. Just try and paint some stories, create some feel-good moments, and here we are. Love it, love it, and obviously turn up late for podcast recordings as well. This is a. <laughs> this is sixteen minutes, go, is by the way. Sixteen this minutes, is, by the way. This is not going to be let go, is it? <laughs> All right. So first topic we've got, and obviously it's huge in the world of streaming this week, which is the kick platform. Does anyone want to take this away, or shall I give a quick rundown? I reckon we let the two uh, <clears throat> creators take this one. Well, we'll let Coffee go first then, because I know he's got a bit to say about it. What, it's just, do you just want a, a quick rundown on it rather than quick. my own opinions? Yeah, like 20 uh, seconds. Uh, right, okay. okay. I know that's not your strong suit, but... Summarize. A summarise an extremely questionable stream what's happening, which comes to everyone's attention on the timeline. Everyone then goes in the stream and they see Kick, Owner, Eddie in the chat responding with laughing emojis. Uh, that's gone down like a lead bloom of a lot of people. I think two of the streamers in question got arrested or police turned up or something. And Kick just didn't release a statement for a very long time and then released it. Well, they released a statement that wasn't a statement. It was just a brief description on terms and service on any platform ever. And I don't think anything still happened. Wait, people actually got arrested? Yeah, they were actually, I, I think they're released actually. They were actually swatted. I don't think yeah. they were actually arrested for. Don't know. Please turn up think, to the scene. Yeah, I don't think they were. They were let go straight after, and the stream was back up and running. But uh, what some things what haven't been like publicly shared is the fact they were actually swatted. It was I had no connection to do with what actually happened on the stream. Right. Like I know yeah, that much. So that's where media is kind of like pulling things that they actually were swatted. It wasn't. They were actually arrested for what happened. One thing I didn't realize as well is the fact that the whole idea of why actually, how like I said, Eddie actually being in there too, was Eddie actually in there for like the main the main pilot at the end when the person in question tried leaving? Uh, because I, I don't the screenshots were actually from around that year because the camera from the screenshots were pointing towards the door. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a weird one and like. I just feel sorry for a lot of the creators on the platform, right? Like, there's lots of good streamers on there. There's a lot of people doing it full time on Kick, and like, I think Kick was heading in the right direction in terms of like the creator incentive program and like, you know, obviously the sub split. But this is just something that you can't turn away from, right? 
I think it's all to do with morals as well. See, a lot of people, I say for myself, for example, I've gone back to Twitch for the foreseeable future to, before everything kind of calms down. But the amount of hate I've seen going towards kick streamers is unbelievable. And it's not just from other kick streamers, it's other platforms attacking them, saying, you know, you knew this was going to happen. It's like, guys, come on. We're all streamers. We're all in the same boat. Like, we're supposed to be supporting one another. Like, if you're on a separate platform, let the people who are on kick like deal with it it's their like that it's their thing to deal with it's their community you know allow them to make and the people who are like being like online bullying and stuff like that about it calling people horrible people for wanting to still be on that platform it's like just grow up that's how that's that's my intake and i could go on for hours about it but that's my intake it could have happened on any platform no like let's not get it twisted it's not that's not really a kick issue like he could have done this on any other platform i think the main issue and for myself was was that it just got disregarded and, and didn't get dealt with. And yeah, then I'm someone that I looked up to in terms of probably an 80% reason as to why I joined the platform, because I like trusted that person. I saw the vision, I, I vibed with it, and then just wasn't what I expected, to, not who I thought he was. So it's like Abby said, though, isn't it? it's, it's morals at the end of the day. Like People are always going to be split. It just depends on how you see and sit on that fence. And yeah. I think like you said, it's something that they just should have addressed. Like the fact that they didn't is is wild to me. Like especially from a business standpoint, like Jack said, like the creator program, the way they were going, like they was on track to build something like that could have even took over Twitch and really been a good platform for like content creation and creators as a whole. But the fact that they didn't actually just act or acknowledge it's just crazy. Yeah. I might get right a lot of hate for this next comment. But I joined that platform May the 1st. So I've been there. I was there nearly six months. For me, you take everything that's happened in the last 48 hours aside. In the last six months as a content creator over there, I did not see enough updates in that time frame to, to keep me there. I don't think that... I think okay. Smoke's being blown up by a lot of people's behinds as to what's going on over there. And I think the, the split... The sub revenue split is making them all think it's fantastic and hunky dory over there. I don't think in six months that there was there's been enough going on there. I think it's tough though, right? Because like at the end of the day, the money makes the world go round, and like Dozens. yeah, there's so many creators on there that rely on this income for their families for like to be able to do what they want to do and like so forth. So like, I just hope it doesn't completely affect those people because. Obviously, there's going to be a viewership drop off, but I'm hoping that the people that do it full time can still be able to do it full time. But yeah, it's a it's a tough situation all around. Like, you shouldn't have to leave a platform for peer pressure, but at the same time, like, do you want to be on a platform long term for? Well, it's got a, a string of controversies, right? It's, this isn't the first time, and I think that's no. what the issue is. They've always been wrong in the bit. Always. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's, I think content creation right now in general, in terms of a streaming platform right now, you look at all of them, they've all got their flaws. And it's, really, it's really difficult right now for any content creator to sit here and say with chest, that's the right platform to go to. I don't think at the minute there is one. And it's a very scary time as a streamer, if you're full time relying on this income, because hands are twisted you can't afford to make a hasty decision when you're full time so a lot of them people over on kick probably feel trapped right now and 
I hope they manage to pull through it, and I think they will. Like your community's still going to be there and back here. Yeah? I mean, just a situation around it sucks. It's just an issue everyone could have done without. Agreed. Right, let's move on to something a bit more positive. Only slightly though, right? So like this week, EAFC had their early release, which is the the new version of FIFA. EA supposedly no longer wanted to pay the FIFA license fee. And today they've unveiled their new esports ecosystem. <clears throat> and this is a strange one, but it's PS5 only. It's, uh, from the sounds of it, they're not going to be taking on esports orgs. It's all going to be related to like professional clubs. And although some orgs might partner with them, so I'm thinking like Evil Geniuses and Wolves, they've already got a partnership. So like, yeah. there's probably going to be something there. But it just feels weird to me. Like it's another developer like leaning towards non esports orgs. I feel like it's come out of nowhere. That's what I think. I feel like there's usually I don't understand maybe because I'm not into FIFA and stuff like that. But I feel like it's just come out of nowhere and there's so much hype behind it now. But I some of the people that I have played that when I was younger and I know from a lot of people that do play FIFA. Like I've been reading up about it and like we can all agree it's very similar to it's just the same game, just a different title. You know what I mean? It's the same game. It's just a complete new remake and they promise you all these amazing things. But like we said before, before when we were talking about it, it's like they just rename things that are the new updates. So, see, I mean, that's how I see it. I'll agree with you, right? But that first, like, release weekend and week there is nothing more satisfying than just sitting there absolutely rattling through packs wasting money <laughs> and just loving life seeing the absolute droshy getting it and that one card sparks you with life again and you go yes and then I you spend it. more money and you keep uh, going and you keep honestly, going <laughs> I, I'll be, it is the same shite every year but oh, i love it it's been... what they be putting the prices up then like we said like with the packs and stuff because obviously it's not fifa packs anymore yeah so this is something that i read about like ea obviously worried about their revenue results because it's not called fifa anymore right like like you said you think it's come out of nowhere yeah. like there hasn't been from my perspective anywhere near as much marketing as i usually see and like because of that they've released like expensive packs which they usually do in the game anyway but they've done it very early right the game isn't even out yet and you can buy um packs for like 3000 fifa points which i think is i'm not even sure how much that is anymore but it is uh, quite expensive it's a hefty hefty amount let me tell you it's basically the price of a full game itself mhm it's hefty that's mate. mental yes. you can tell Sean is done Sean he's done this it is before hefty, mate. <laughs> oh, oh listen i'd i'd be rich if it weren't for fifa <laughs> so yeah fifa points it's how like ea make a lot of money right and obviously the esports side of things being related to ultimate team which is where you buy all these packs and create a better team it's always like pay to win like the more money you put into the game the better players you're going to be able to have and the easier the game should be for you it doesn't always work out like that obviously but like if you've got a good player with a good team they're always going to be a good player with an average team um that's FIFA, I guess, or EAFC. If they're not going to be like, obviously, if did you say that the release weekends are like coming up, or is it just like a beta? What's been out? So it's like early access. Like every year they do it 
so you get a week's early access if you buy the ultimate game mm. which is like I think it's about £90 compared to like £60 for the full release. Right, okay. Or you're on EA FC Pro, their subscription service basically. Um, and you also get like 10% off packs. And, and is there any mention about them partnering up with any like eSport teams to try their game out and stream it? No. So, so they do it with their creators quite a lot. The creators get mm. the game even earlier than that. So like they do do quite a lot around... Yeah, like getting their content creators involved. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I think it was Danny Aarons I saw had loaded up like 30 grand's worth of FIFA points. <laughs> wow. Like 30 grand. I think it, it'll make that back in a week. Like, it's mental a... though, I know. <laughs> it's a different world, mate. Different world. I'm jealous. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get on FIFA, bloody heck. Imagine having all them packs, man. That is heaven. I, I mean... don't care. That is any male gamer's heaven. We all started off on FIFA on the Xbox or PlayStation. It, it feeds into like the gambler and everyone as well, right? So like, yeah, every time you open a pack, gaming gambling. It is literally that. Yeah, uh, it really is. Like, so you'll the open one, you here. get something just not even worth your time. You're like, no, I'm having it. I'm going again. Oh, I get paid next week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, I guess like the EAFC sort of leads quite nicely into the, the next thing, which is the end, potential end of esports orgs. So like, obviously that's quite a dramatic title, but we've seen it in Warzone with the World Series of Warzone, right? Like we talked about it last week, no org representation outside of like jerseys. And even then there were some people that didn't. You've got EAFC, which are teaming up with like professional clubs now. So even today, Fnatic announced that they they're taking a step back from FIFA, especially for now. And obviously, Apex is a bit of a weird one at the moment because they don't want to work with orgs on skin share, even though they initially had a deal in place. What do, what do you think? Um, absolutely wild. And when will they learn that this is never going to work? It was one of the biggest critiques of the Warzone event. Probably one of the things for me as like, a COD esports fan for how many years, which made it feel entirely odd with no branding. Like without orgs, to me, esports is twenty percent of what it ever has been for me. Uh, it, I just I don't understand it. It why take something away that doesn't need taken away? And we've seen it before. These players need some sort of professionalism in their team environment to to make stuff work. If not, it just becomes an absolute mess. It will never work, in my opinion. I could be highly wrong, but I just why why change something that doesn't need changing? It just doesn't make sense. Like, just leave it alone. Just go focus on all the other stuff you're doing bad. Stop trying to rip the good stuff that we have away. Like, it's just <sighs> esports. Esports is an ecosystem right now, isn't it? It's just no matter where you look, it's terrible. It's in a bad place. Like, no uh, no matter if it's Call of Duty, Apex, Rainbow, like. For orgs and organizations and stuff like that, it's a slippery slope. Like, there's not enough like sponsorship and stuff like that around it. Like, people can't afford it. Like, the prize pools are slim. Like, there's so many different like battles daily you have to keep looking into, and it's like more and more as you see it keep pulling out, going, "Well, we just can't afford to, or why should we bother?" 
I think it's that like want to do it as well. Like you want to work towards something. So like you said, prize pools and stuff. People want to sit there and like practice and practice and practice. Work with the team. Work with like new organizations to like. It's probably not the right word to use, but like feel worthy of it. If you know what I mean. Like that pride. Okay, I, I've got I've got another perspective. You know me. I like I like to play devil's advocate. So. One, are they trying to get rid of orgs because, like, there has been quite a lot of bad orgs out there that have done some questionable things, right? There's, I can't even remember the name of the org, but there was one in the States, like, last month that hadn't paid people for the last six months. <laughs> and then, like, the other part to that is, are they going to take the whole of the esports in-house, in pay the best players a certain amount of salary, and then they don't have to deal with the orgs they just have to look after the players and then put the players in the game or in, in the entertainment space, right? <laughs> I'm going to let you two take this before he has to cut more of me out. I'm going to sit here and just uh, quietly listen. Oh, like competitors, I don't really know much about, especially organisations and stuff. I mean, it looks like his lips twitching, ready to go. It just, it just isn't going to work. Yeah, we, well, like your point, right? 100% we've seen bad, bad orgs. I mean, that was one of the reasons why the CWL was favoured to change to the CDL because of, I mean, World War Two. This just comes to my mind. Red Reserve, right? They had such a good year, but didn't play their, didn't pay their players. Like they were struggling to get the money out of them. Someone went missing with funds. Like there was no ever guarantee for the players to get paid, so the franchise was good in that regard. But I just don't see. I don't see how this works. I don't see how it works about orgs. It just doesn't make any sense to me it's just going to be an absolute mess however like you said though the one thing maybe they'll try and restrict the wages more than these companies that have billionaire investments maybe they'll try and control it more but i feel like i can still do that anyway but i, I think with the orgs here especially in the states right like they, there's laws that prevent you from putting like salary cap intentional salary caps in place yeah and unless you're going to give them directly a percentage of whatever income comes your way then <laughs> I don't know. you can still the, uh... get around it with like signing button bonuses right you can just still ways around it with that so we're just i don't know it's just a never-ending headache isn't it? the great esports reset is needed let's put it that way <sighs> just you think just... about it there's no job security right now either none like you can only look at Valorant, for example, like the top team that just won like champs there, like <laughs> it's an absolute just madness. It's a madhouse. There's no structure, no real like methods, anything. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. Like esports as a whole, as dramatic dramatic as it sounds, it's crumbling. It really is crumbling. I think we're near to the reset. Like I think the bounce back's going to happen soon. Like you already seen it, right? Like. Sentinel spending seven hundred grand a month on player salaries and stuff like that when they yeah. like it's okay when you're bankrolled by like VC money and like you're moving towards profitability, right? But like I've worked at a VC backed company before, and after a while, the investors start getting a little bit twitchy, and they're like, "Oh, before when you were in, like intending to get towards follow on funding, that like it's usually more money, but." as long as you're heading in the right direction, eventually they're going to be like, okay, this needs to stop because like you, you're not getting anywhere near to where you need to be anytime soon. 
there we go. I guess we could move on to something a bit more positive. <laughs> it's been all negative so far. I know, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. It's been one of them weeks. I don't it's know. It's the life of esports, mate. It's, it's a just... life on socials, eh? <laughs> it gets better, though. It gets better. So I hope so. This week... Oh, no, sorry, not this week. In From October the 12th to the 15th, EGX in London. They're hosting a few esports tournaments. They've got indie devs there. There's loads going on. And it's at the XL in London, so, like, big venue. Probably loads to see it over, the, over those four days. Um... And they're hosting is it, some is events. It four days they're running it. Sorry. Is it four days that they're running it? Yeah. Four days. Yeah, yeah. So twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. That is four days. Good maths. Um, <laughs> yes. So they're doing quite a lot of tournaments with five uh, k prize pools at the EGX Arena. Oh. It's a good arena too to play. What? What games do we know? Uh, I don't have it actually. That's really bad for me. <laughs> Organization yeah. boys. No, but I, I, see, I mean, I've I've never heard of it before, so you knew more than me. You no, know, so I looked it up as just before this, and it's like it looks like a really, really positive community that's able to go there rather than a toxic environment. If you know what I mean, it's like within the indie games. I'm presuming, and I could be wrong. Like it's like your um, like your little little, little kind of quiet games. You know, like Witcher and things like. Is that like your indie type of vibes? I don't know. So which which is not an indie title is it not like oh because i was looking it up and i was like looking at people like all dressed up and stuff and i saw like someone doing a witcher cosplay and i was like yeah. is it yeah so cosplaying is like a huge part of these these events it was the same mm. insomnia as well like so <laughs> many great cosplays uh cosplayers sorry i feel like it'd be cool to go to for like just to actually experience that but like i said i don't really know much about it so it might be something for me to look into but are you any of you guys thinking about going not a chance. Or no, anyone's going. Nope. No. I'm probably gonna go for like a day just to, you know, show face, get the knock, yeah. knock some jersey everywhere. That's <clears throat> yeah. nice. Jack's your Jack's your man for that sort of thing. Loves it. These little events, he just loves popping up at. You know. But yeah. There's a big issue with didn't you say like it was like November 16th or something. October 12th to October 15th. Oh well, I've just got that wholly wrong then, haven't I? I don't worry. <laughs> Ignore I've said anything. Was that COD weekend? Is that what it was? Oh uh, no, but October tenth, yeah, beta's out, so yeah, uh, I yeah I'm not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought it comes out the sixth. Yeah, but then that's the second weekend. There's two weeks, right? There's two weeks with like a two-day break where there's nothing else being done. Sorry, it's what it is. Yeah, you'd be lucky to get a reply off me. I'll be really never mind getting me to an event or a podcast. So everyone's on holiday for those weeks, right? Okay, I won't Apparently. contact any of you. <laughs> so we, we need to get as much content in the vault now as we can. Uh, uh, the content's there, don't you worry about that. And I'm in there for the Vista, but anything else outside of that one, then yeah, sorry. It's only the weekends though, right? It's, it's not during the week. No, it's four, it's like uh, it's, four days, four or five yeah, days at a time. It's like a full week, yeah. It's okay. like Friday to Tuesday, and then it's just a Wednesday, Jack's Thursday, and then go again. So much I'll, to think uh, about. Oh, no. I'll make sure I get a little backlog going of content before I go missing. I don't you worry. How about that? <laughs> love it. Love Is it. Is that a promise? <sighs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually missed one on the list, which is like quite sad, but. I'm sure, Abby, you've already got one lined up for this, right? Which is best content of the week. 
Oh my gosh, I have seen some amazing content, right? And I know last week we spoke about me getting banned and you all thought it were funny. And you did, and everybody online thought it were funny as well. But here's another funny one for you. You can find it on TikTok. You can find it on Twitch. You can find it on Twitter. And all you got to do is put at copyrighted in there <laughs> and you'll find the most amazing clip you will ever see. So... Uh, you, know, you know what, I'll even introduce it for you, because I'm just that amazing, like, you know, I'm a duo for you. <laughs> Copyrighted, can play Warzone. Pretty good at it, sometimes maybe good, sometimes, maybe most times this way. Because this man, as an amazing player, goes into a building after absolutely trying to wipe out a squad, getting ready with his, like, you know, his bomb drone and stuff, because he's that tactical. What does this man do? Goes outside, by the way, outside, runs inside, shuts the door, Deploys the bomb drone, flies it straight into the wall, and kills himself. Look at his face. <laughs> you know I'm what? If that if that life. is not top tier quality <laughs> content, I don't know what is. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what I thought it was? Which I've told no one yet. What? I've so Jay, I've, I've squad wiped. Uh, Murky's off a respawn. Ten seconds left. Jay's down. I'm going for the res. I look down the bottom right of my screen. I'm like, yes, I've got a cluster mine. Let me throw that in the door because we might get bushed here and I'm going to raise Jay. Pull it out. No, it's a drone. So I'm like, oh, it's a drone. That's fine. I'll just get out of it. No way. It's a bomb drone, isn't it? I get out of it. Kaboom. There's only four seconds left till Murky's back. And I'll just blame me and Jaden up. So yeah, that, that was that game done. And I've never been more ashamed in my life. At least so it wasn't right. And you got it on record. Um, so... No. But, well, I did just come off of rank. So theoretically, I should have been warm. And in the flow, but yeah, yeah, but we both know that you're a boomer and never in the flow, so it's you know, yeah, so 28 might be <laughs> the speed. official Reaction time speed. of it, yeah, it's short. <laughs> so, any game is younger than 28, um, that is the cut of age 28, I can confirm. I must admit, though, I was howling for about five minutes straight, that was unreal, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I found it hilarious to be fair. Content. Yeah. I think you've done it deliberately, personally, but you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. I, I wish I had. Oh, God. Okay, moving on to news. So, the 25th to the 29th of September, which is now and in the next few days, League of Legends Asian Games 2023. South Korean players, they can skip military service if they get a gold medal, which is obviously huge. Like, Oh, wow. Especially for esports players, right? Oh, There's been loads of players from loads of games recently that have had to go and do military service, which is you know, part of their culture. But um, yeah, be, being able to skip military service when you're for winning a gold medal, great. And like, respectfully, there's probably like three teams that can can win this tournament out of what I think there's twelve in there, eleven. But interestingly, here's the teams, okay? Hong Kong, China. Republic of Korea, Kazakhstan, Japan, Vietnam, Palestine, UAE, Chinese Taipei, the Maldives, Thailand, and Macau, China. If I was a betting man, I'm putting money on Kazakhstan to win. That's all I'm saying. Well, good job you're not a betting man then. Um... <laughs> yeah, go spend it on FIFA. <sighs> I ain't got it. It's already gone. <laughs> it's already gone, mate. <laughs> See, I don't know much about League of Legends. All I know is that it's got an amazing Netflix ser uh, Netflix series. That's all I know. <laughs> That's literally as far as my League of Legends knowledge goes. 
I know it's like a like, like a little fighting game. I know I'm gonna get so much hate for saying that, but yeah, <laughs> so that's it, what it is. It, it's a mobile. You press buttons. You press buttons. It, honestly, it's it's the hardest game I've ever played in my life. Really? Yeah, just because like yeah, you have to... everyone who plays it says that to be fair. Yeah, I've I've never even watched it, touched it, seen it. Where everyone always. I did want to start it just because of the Netflix series. On yeah, honestly, great great series. Like I really enjoy the game, but I've put way too many hours in it, and I'm still bang average at best. <laughs> so what actually have they got to like compete then? Like what is the competition? So I'm not sure I follow. Like, are you saying that it's a competition, obviously? You said League of Legends, didn't you? Yeah, so yeah, League yeah. of Legends, so whoever wins, like, wins the gold medal type thing. What are they actually competing? Like, what actually is it? Is it, like, a fighting thing? Is it, like, a skill-based thing? So they, they, there's four groups of two or three teams. Mm-hmm. They'll all play each other. And then, like, I think top one goes into the winner's bracket and second place goes into the loser's bracket. I think that's right, okay. confirmed. And then, yeah, they battle it out and then... Uh, I'm assuming medals for first, second, third. That'd be cool to watch, actually. I, honestly, like league esports, it, it's what sort of got me back into gaming as much as anything. And not like I adore it, but it's crazy. Very hard game. It's hard to follow as well, though. Everything, there's so much going yeah. on all the time. It's ridiculous. I, it's I've I've got I've got a point. It's the hardest game to bet on ever. Yeah. Nah. About. Oh. hundred percent. Of any esport I've bet on, actually, and yeah, just any game ever, it is one that has just crippled me <laughs> in terms of any any bell. Absolutely crippled it. It's not a cash respecter for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. There's a big tournament uh, happening in Ireland. There's a Wild, which is an esports team. I think they're partnered with Usain Bolt, right? Um, and they're partnered up with Virgin Media to find the country's best Valorant team. The winner gets a six-month contract as part of Wilds Academy. And I think That's it's cool. like $60,000 as well. Oh. Wait, $60,000 as well? I think so, yeah. Maybe that was... That's really good. I actually uh, didn't write down the amount, which is crazy. <laughs> no, that's actually really good, more, to be fair. More people do the same. Uh, next up, that's actually almost too good to be true. I think while I mean, if you're doing it with Virgin Media, I'm sure Virgin Media have got got the money to do a bit that. of funds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, North American esports org Phase Clan has announced it will host an on-site activation at Porsche. So I think Porsche are one of their partners, but they're going to be doing loads of videos and stuff around it. So that might be something quite interesting to to keep an eye out for. Oh, I know one person that's going to be there. Krim. Krim, yeah. 100%, <laughs> yeah, because they've got him under for the racing, haven't they? And he loves sport. Oh, he must be loving life. Exactly, mate. He's going to have a great time. He's literally going to be in his element. So. <laughs> I'm it. jealous already. So, next up, we're obviously recording this on Tuesday. Rumoured Counter-Strike 2 is releasing tomorrow, is the rumour. And Can't huh? Can't wait. Yeah, you're a Counter Strike player. Uh, I've dabbled. I wouldn't say I'm I'm great. Um, definitely not favoured in the uh, the competitive skill wise of CS, but yeah, I, uh, I enjoy it. Love it. And then to go alongside that, a sticker in the game 
for Team Dignitas for Katowice sold for $33,000. Jesus. A sticker in-game that you can put that's, on your that's guns. An in-game sticker? Yeah. So like, for, for how much again? $33,000. It's not surprising, though, to be fair. Like, it's a record for... Where do people find this money? I, I don't get it. <laughs> Just game, isn't it? 33 grand for a sticker that goes on your, on your weapon that you don't even look at half the time. Wait, wait till you see the price of some of the other stickers and like the knives and stuff <laughs> the like that. I was literally just about to say knives. If you're surprised at the sticker, then pff, it's just not even that surprising. It's ridiculous. So in oh Counter Strike, you can switch to your knife, right? Instead of having yeah. a gun. And like, I think it's the Karambits, right? Which are the most popular, which is like, you basically see the person spinning it on their finger and then yeah. just holding it. Well, yeah. I can do that on COD for free. I'm ranked. <laughs> but the, the good thing about like Counter Strike, though, you can always resell it, except for a sticker if you stick it on the gun. So that. Oh yeah, because stickers don't come off. Yeah, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, it's fact in it. Thirty-three grand on a sticker, by the way. No. <laughs> Honestly. What is what is gaming today? And then there was one more Street Fighter Pro League. I don't really know much about the fighting game community, but I know they have an incredibly passionate fan base. Um, Guild Esports are going into it as well as Wolves Esports uh, however there is one org UK org Reason Gaming have been replaced with very little notice so I'm sure we're going to get more details about that soon but sounds quite controversial and UK based FIFA player Deluxe is banned for two years from ESIC tournaments he says he was wrongly accused, but then took a plea deal. For what? Cheating? Yes, he's got a two-year ban, so he took a plea deal to take two years. But he said he was wrongfully accused. Mm. Shit. Right. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. And moving on to, finally, AOB. I've got two things, and then I'll let you guys go. First one, two podcasts in. Congratulations, everyone. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> and part two was, it was just like a little uh, memory that came to me today. So, like, obviously, it's quite hard to follow all of the esports that are going on all of the time. There was an app a couple of years back called Juked. And, like, that app for me was, like, incredible in terms of, like, being able to follow loads of esports at the same time, know what's going on, you follow your favourite teams, you get notified. I'm just hoping we get something like this back again because, like, it was really cool just to have all that information at your fingertips. And like, I feel like that helped me as well. Like people who are learning as well, especially yeah. with a new card coming out. It, it had a really passionate, like, early user base as well. But I think they struggled to get funding because it it was sort of like at the end of the cycle when all the esports money stopped. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. Made by a guy called Fish Sticks who was on the founding team at Twitch. Very cool, but very, very sad. It's, it's no longer here. I never actually, uh, I never actually used it. To be fair, I never actually interacted with it. Shocking, shocking. I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest. Now, I'm just stayed away. Anyone else for any other business? <clears throat> I mean, has anybody heard about what Sony's happened? Don't know how true it is. What's that? Like Sony's been hacked. Sony. No. Yeah, Sony. I don't know. So Sony haven't no. released a statement yet. Um, no. I... But 
apparently, and I'm quoting, this is just, I don't know who I could quote this from, but from online, they have been hacked and they have have access of over like 6,000 files or something, but Sony haven't released a thing about it. I don't know how true it is, but... I don't want to don't want to burst your bubble. But I'm pretty sure all them videos from from about 15 years ago. No, I read it on Twitter this morning. Been reading like new updates on Twitter and stuff. Because mm. I think they happened in like 2012 or 2011 as well. But I don't know. Like I said, I've just seen it on Twitter, circling Twitter. It's news to me. One to investigate for sure. Mm. <laughs> Anyone else for any anything else? I don't think so, mate. To be fair. Is it November 10th yet? <laughs> it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's all, all, we're almost there, coffee. Modern Warfare Free waiting room. I've told you, just find a new game. <sighs> Absolutely not. Fortnite's good. Try Fortnite on Minecraft. Get her Stop out swearing at me. Get, Stop get her out of this call, Jack. Please get her out of this call. <laughs> I'm only saying it because it irritates him. Look at his face. Well, don't you like Fortnite, probably? No. Wait, it's not COD. You can try Sims. Sims 4 is apparently really relaxing. Oh, I did actually see something, right? GTA oh. GTA 6 is meant to be coming out um, next fall. It just feels like so long away. So long away. It's going to be ridiculously long. But a billion pound projected spend? I mean, they'll probably Has make that back in like two weeks, right? <laughs> oh, Everyone's 100%. That that'll be from initial sales, and, and oh, and they're actually doing work with like community modders as well, right? Yeah, yeah. They've literally took them on board instead of shutting them down like a good old Activision. Things you love to see. See, so many positives to to come. Um, it's not all bad, guys. Come on. Mm. We might get there one day. We might get there. Keep hoping. <laughs> you got you got our faith. You got our faith. Maybe. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of actual decent things happening in this scene that get swallowed up by quite yeah, right. Yeah, so a lot of the uh, the other stuff as well. So just gotta keep faith. Love it. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to the second week of Vista. Um, see you guys next week. Same time. I'll see you then. Bye. Bye. See you later, guys.